Today on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, vaccinated international travelers will be heading to the U.S. soon. We tell you which airline is ditching the hated mask requirement. And Captain Kirk soars into space. Details are next. Heading our Smarter Traveler segment at 320, United Airlines has made a generous extension of travelers and flight credits. And we update the Southwest Airlines fiasco from last weekend. Is it over? Will it happen again? At 335, we're joined by one of the country's longest reigning travel writers and consumer advocates, Ed Perkins, who hails from Medford, Oregon these days. Resort fees and the slim possibility that something might happen to make them go away brought us upon an old Ed Perkins story we wanted to share with him. Beach Blanket Babylon has vanished into San Francisco history, and at 350, Clayton Whitehead joins us to review the new show, which replaced it. News, important updates, and tips on fun things to do. Sounds like the latest edition of The Travel Guide. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. To Alaska, I go north to Russia's own. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another edition of the Travel and Entertainment Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, we're your hosts. Thanks for uh, spending a little bit of time with us here on a a fabulous Sunday. Uh, Mark, good to see you uh, again uh, here in California. I returned from my 30 days of... uh, duties as a grandpa in san antonio your 30 Texas. days of your 30 days of bothering your do- i mean uh, of uh being a grandpa down there in san antonio so how did that go it went really well you know uh it, it was tough to leave uh but uh i'm ready to be that grandpa that that isn't there every day but will be there when needed for the babysitting and then where you hand the kid back when they start to scream to the parents and <laughs> Send them on their way. You they know. start to feel a little damp <laughs> underneath or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all went well. The baby's doing fine. Folks are fine. And we're glad to be back here in uh, in California. It was uh, The weather was pretty decent for Texas. And uh, so anyway, uh, carry on as usual. Nice to have you back home. I'm uh, just getting ready tomorrow morning to head out on a little scouting trip on the California section of Route 66. We have a, a tour doing covering that ground in a couple of weeks and uh normally you'd make you know trips to check things out a little more in ahead of time but with covid it's better to go as tight as you can because then more things are open and you can catch more people and so then i'm going to head right. out on an old when we get back home be home for a few days and then take uh 28 people and go out and travel the old across the desert see the area where general Patton trained his troops to go before he went to africa there you um, go. Now, does does the California uh, half of the uh, Route 66 that start like in Oklahoma? And well, the California well California p- part. I mean, it starts in Needles. You cross okay. into Route 66 starts in Chicago. About halfway yeah. is roughly Oklahoma City, right. and um, California. 
comes into, we'll actually fly into Las Vegas for our tour and then visit. We pick up the old highway in an old town called Oatman, Arizona, which is a place where wild burrows roam the streets and is kind of a, 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 it is absolutely the epitome of what Route 66 stands for. But that's where we'll pick it up and then we'll take the old highway down uh, to Topak and over uh, the river there around Needles. And then come uh, all the way across California, all the way to Santa Monica over a period of about three and a half days. So we'll be dragging our feet. You know, if you're doing Route 66, it's you have to stop and take pictures and meet people. And it's it's not just a, a journey as much as it is an adventure. So it's I really look forward to that. I love that old highway and the people along it. The Lincoln Highway, which passes right about uh, the old Lincoln Highway, passes about 200 feet from where I'm sitting here. Um, the old roads are just, they, they have something really special about them. And a lot of the people who live along them, uh, are, are, they know that they live someplace that's, that has some historical significance to it. So it's always fun to get out on one of the old roads. Well, good for you. Uh, good luck with that. And, uh, in the meantime, folks at the top of every travel guys radio program, we bring you up to date on what's been going on in the travel news and with it. Mark has done the research. Take it away, sir. If I can find the right pile here, why we'll be in we'll be in business. Uh, segment one pile, segment two pile. Anyway, uh, the travel industry, of course, as we mentioned in the headlines, is pretty ecstatic about the fact that uh, international travelers will be able to come here. If folks are crossing the borders, Mexico, Canada, they have to be fully vaccinated. If they're coming in by air, then they'll have to be fully vaccinated and also have a negative COVID test, which has kind of become fairly standard. Uh, the Canadians, I, I know a number of them that I do business with and who come to the U.S. regularly to conduct business. They're ecstatic uh, because it's the first time they've been able to come over the border in a year and a half. But also I think of all of these businesses that straddle the borders and who are really dependent upon international travelers who crossing the border by land. And then, of course, you've got hotels and I, I mean, not only business-related things, but all of the tourist-related things, which depend on international visitors. So that's all pretty exciting. If we can pull this off without having a whole bunch of COVID cases, then that will be even better, a sign that the world is, is a little bit back to normal because it would a, a, a great exhalation from the planet would be a good thing right now. Uh, speaking of people who are anticipating more travelers, Los Angeles International Airport is going to get a ninth terminal and a new concourse attached to Terminal 1 under a $6 billion expansion plan approved last week. The two additions would add more than 20 new gates to to LAX before the 2028 Summer Olympics, which will be there. And Uber has officially rolled out Uber Reserve to about two dozen airports nationwide. Doesn't say here if that includes Sacramento. It allows you to reserve an airport run up to 30 days before arrival or departure which I think would be of some great importance to some of the folks that I knew know who use Uber. One airline is ditching the mask mandate for passengers. Oh, that I loved that doing that tease in the, in the opening headline because I was hoping somebody mm-hmm. would say, ooh, ooh, America, Delta, Southwest, who is it? It's an international carrier. That was the ultimate tease. Um, there you go. SAS, Scandinavian Airlines, is ditching masks starting uh, today. In fact, wow! Um, on all routes within Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. So within Scandinavia, on SAS, uh, you will 
still you will not have to wear a mask on flights outside of that area. Uh, you will. However, it's a good sign. It means it's at least one partial non-mask thing. I look forward to the time when I don't have to suffocate on an airplane for hours behind a mask. Car rental customer satisfaction declines amid vehicle shortage and rising prices, says the headline. What a shock and surprise that is. I know. I'm overwhelmed. Uh, With bad service, rising prices, and having to wait for vehicles, you would have thought customers would have just been ecstatic about things like that. But apparently, (laughs) uh, customers who are just spoiled to death um, expect that, you know, perhaps uh, when they got to the car rental place at the airport, that the car would be there clean and waiting for them. Foolish travelers they are. Anyways, uh, customers are not quite as enthralled with car rental companies. It looks from the scores like they never really were. We have had this headline before. TSA officers found a record number of firearms in 2021. It seems as though that's a repetitive headline. In in the San Antonio airport, as you go through, uh, uh, it it will say, Hunters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you made sure that you're not carrying your guns on board, uh, loaded or whatever? So they refer to them as hunters. Ah, well, not just just gun owners. Well, if so, you don't uh, have the, if you don't have a gun and you're in the airport, then you are the hunted. I would <laughs> say, um, if you if you uh, unless you slept through the whole week, you probably noticed last week that a few private citizens went into space, and one of them was William Shatner. Now, I am not on any level a Star Wars, Star Trek guy. Star Trek, I, yeah. I don't watch. I mean, the whole thing and the spinoffs and stuff has, has never enthralled me. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched an entire Star Trek episode from start <laughs> to finish. However, yeah. with all of those disclaimers, I thought William Shatner, when he came back to Earth after his little short ride and he was describing it to people – what a terrific – I mean, you could do a movie off of the whole just what he had to talk about. And right. what, a, what a great guy to send up into space. He was – I mean, he was just exuberant about the whole and, – and his description of passing in the light and the dark and how long it took and all that. I mean, I had basically no real interest in flying into space until I got to listen to him, and I thought, wow, this sounds pretty damn yeah. cool. Yeah, um, he 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 laid it out. The question is, do you think do you think uh, Bill William uh, uh-huh. got a comp, or do you think he had played <laughs> full fare? <laughs> I would say, considering the amount of time he spent standing talking to Jeff Bezos, who financed that whole thing, when he got back, um, and how much of it aired on TV over and over again, if they didn't give him a yeah. comp, um, something was wrong. But it, it, <laughs> can you think of any single person? I just can't. Who no. deserved to go up there and come back and report to us more than him? I mean, probably I, not. No, no. I, and I expect unless it was Leonard Nimoy, and then you know that that's not. Well, I'm I think he goes on the next one. So and then they take the whole cast, and you know, then they have this, the reunion. Yeah, no, I I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Meanwhile, back here on the planet, uh, citing citing staff shortages, Washington State ferries have announced more service cuts. They don't have enough people to run the ferry boats. And so if you are headed up to Washington and you're planning on riding on the ferry boat, call the people you know up there first because they will fill you in or go online to the Washington State Ferry site and check it out because some uh, routes that had hourly service or half-hour service are now down to half of that, another example of where we just don't have enough people 
to run things. And finally, here's kind of a, a, a cool little note. Princess Diana's former London apartment is now an official tourist site. You can go to the place where Diana Spencer lived before she became the Princess of Wales. Um, it has been commemorated. They are. She lived there from 1979 to 1981, uh, and it has now become a a public spot, if you will. You can go there. No tours inside mm-hmm. yet, but maybe that's coming before too awful long. And that is your travel news for today. All right. And, uh, you know, you thought you had heard all about the travel news throughout the week. But when you come to the Travel Guys, there's always a few surprises. All right. By the way, go to TravelGuysRadio.com. Links to our special guests and so much more uh, can be found there. TravelGuysRadio.com. All right. Let's check uh, into our Smarter Traveler segment when we return and see how things are going with Southwest That's next here on The Travel Guys. Well, here we are on the road again. Mark and Tom, the travel and entertainment guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Thanks for taking us along. Mark, I'm going to uh, Oklahoma City next week. Oklahoma City. After I get back from this, I just thought about that. After I get back from a scouting trip on Wednesday afternoon on Thursday morning, I'm going... Back to the one place in Sacramento I know so well, the airport, and go into Oklahoma City for a business meeting. First business meeting trip in a couple of years. Wow, wow, all right. By the way, uh, I flew southwest out of uh, San Antonio yesterday. Uh, Midday departure, no delays. Mm -hmm. Out of Vegas, kind of busy down in the C section. When you walked a mile to the B section of the Southwest <laughs> Airlines terminal. Uh, my God, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, you know, that's not an airline. It, it, flying Southwest into Vegas, if you've got a really, really close connection mm-hmm. and you show up in C and your plane's taken off in B, it's as far away as you can get and you're going to have to hoof it. But uh, it appears that everybody was in C because by the time I got over to the B section, it was a, a, a like a deserted town. Yeah. Well, airports go in cycles, so every two hours is a cycle. So if, you know, it's it's busy, it's busy, it's busy, it's busy, and then it's not busy, it's not busy, it's not busy, and then you could hear a pin drop, and then the planes start landing, and then it's busy again. Well, I'm glad to hear that things went well for you on Southwest yesterday. People who went last weekend on Southwest Airlines, not so much. Uh, In fact, uh, Southwest, which spent the entire week um, continuing to claim that, uh, this was not their fault, that it was totally ab- about air traffic control delays in Florida, which uh, spiraled on them out of control because half of their planes touch Florida every day, which how somebody needs to take a look at that, perhaps. Um, maybe fewer planes could touch Florida, and then you wouldn't be quite as affected. All week long, Southwest continued to say, well, here's what happened. And all week long, other people continue to say, you know, you guys are full of poop. And um, here's what really happened. And I will just suggest to you at the end, as we look back on all of the carnage, Southwest was probably telling the truth in that it started with the air traffic control problem in Florida. It was exasperated by the fact that some folks didn't show up for work on Saturday and Sunday, more folks than usually don't show up for work. If that was because Southwest said you're all going to have to be vaccinated soon, um, and was sort of a pro- an unorganized protest, so be it. 
But what happened was Southwest got into a situation where they didn't have much room for error, and then error happened. And another problem was, last weekend, Southwest scheduled 3,600 flights, which was more than they had scheduled in any time period since COVID started. So the combination of situations was kind of the perfect storm. Uh, Southwest spent the first part of the week doling out we're sorry vouchers to travelers who got caught in the cancellation chaos. Uh, Some people got $100 vouchers. Some people got $250 vouchers. We're still trying to track down. We had a group that got caught in this last week and were promised a couple hundred dollar vouchers. But then ultimately, uh, they got to Las Vegas, dispersed. Their flight was reinstated. The tour director gathered them all up. Some who were headed for airport hotels and the like got them all back in the terminal through security and, and back to Sacramento. So they may not be eligible for a voucher because ultimately they got home. Um, I might suggest that Southwest caused them just a bit of uh, stress along the way that was totally unnecessary. But anyway, if you didn't get a love voucher from Southwest and you were caught in all that chaos last week, um, you might check your spam folder just to make sure that it didn't go there. Uh, whatever happened, they, they, they cut themselves way too thin, which they admit. And so perhaps that will be the, the correction is they won't put themselves in that position again. Now, the, the situation with, with your travelers, the, you know, you were certainly inconvenienced. Uh, you, you had to make arrangements to find a place for people to stay uh, on a Saturday night in Vegas. And then all of a sudden, uh, now the flight is going. You had to hustle them back. You know, I suppose since they, since they went, then, then, then you're basically not getting anything back. Well, yeah, but, you know, one thing, it, this is worthy of, of taking an opportunity to point out here. Excuse me if I strain my arm from patting my company on the back. But you know what? At, at Sports Leisure Vacations, which sponsors this program, and which, full disclaimer, I, I you'll, own you'll the company. You'll have to excuse me for a minute here. I'm having audio problems. Okay, there we go. Okay. So, anyways, oh, yeah. um, Sports Leisure Vacations, the, the company which I own and which underwrites this program, um, we are known for not being the least expensive company in town for what we do, providing escorted uh, tour packages to people. Um, we're not the most expensive, but we're definitely not on the cheap side. So it was. I, I took a lot of calls from people this week who were on that trip coming home from Albuquerque last week and on other trips. We've gotten everybody successfully back out of Canada and everything, and now we're about to head out on another round starting next week. But a lot of people who just called and said, you know, thank you. And who said, oh, wow, nice. your, your staff did a great job. Um, your tour director, Scott Angeletti, who was with the Albuquerque group, um, just kept us informed. He got us all back to the airport. What an impossible situation. Um, it, 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 and so it, it's one of our customers called in and said, she said, you know what? This is why I travel with you. Because when something goes wrong, you have people there to try and fix it. And indeed, um, people there were people in Sacramento working to get hotel rooms in Las Vegas on a Saturday night for something f- for a price that didn't start with a three or a four. Um, and people here who were working in, in conjunction with the with the per- people on the road to try to make things better. So it's nice when people notice that, and just and it does point out something we mentioned on this program from time to time. You get what you pay for when it comes to travel. 
So sometimes you pay a little bit more and you think to yourself, well, you know, gosh, maybe I paid too much. But then something doesn't quite go right. And the company you've done business with responds in a positive way and gets you through it. And you're sitting here looking at the people by the side of the road, the other people in the airport, who are all hoping to get home. And it's not working out as well for them. So it's it, you, in travel, really and truly, oftentimes, especially when you're buying packages that involve people, an escorted package, a cruise line, something like that, you need to be careful and make sure that, uh, you know, sometimes you take the, the low road and then when things go wrong, it's you're on the low road. So, you know, you put yourself there intentionally. Um, United Airlines this week, great announcement. Use your credits in new ways. Um, they have extended all future flight credits expiration date to the end of next year. Uh, they are you can b- combine multiple future flight credits. Here's something kind of cool: a one-time opportunity to share future flight flight credits with a friend or family member for tickets originally purchased on or before August 31st of this year. So if you've got an old flight credit, maybe you can't use it. Maybe there's a possibility that you can that someone else. And your family can use it. United didn't give a whole lot of details in this email, and it came uh, late in the day Thursday. But uh, united.com slash travel credits. Maybe I will have Sarah put that up on our website. United.com slash travel credits to learn more about these changes. So if you're sitting on some United flight credits and you're having some issues using them, there may be some creative new ways to use them. Plus, United allows you to use flight credits for bag charges and to upgrade your seats, which no other carrier does. So uh, kudos to United Airlines on that. Well, there you go. Well, you know, when it was only a week ago, we were talking about don't try to sell your vouchers. Exactly. And here we are a week later with United. We're talking about them allowing you to not necessarily sell your voucher or your or your credits, uh, but to be able to share them. All right. Uh, let's see. Coming up on the news break here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, and then Ed Perkins is going to join us uh on the program, Mark, what what are we going to be talking to Ed about here? Ed's got, in a few an, Ed's got an old he got an old story that he was a part of about resort fees when we first started fighting those. We're going to talk to him about it. All right, that's next here on the Travel Guys. Yeah, Viva Las Vegas! All right, Elvis. <laughs> Welcome. We are the Travel and Entertainment Guys, Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Okay, uh, Mark, well, let's go through the phone numbers once more. Tell, tell the folks what it is we would like to, uh, would like to hear from them about. Sure. We, we talk on and on about things that are going on in the travel world here um, on the Travel Guys. So from time to time, we like to get your input because it can be, can be rather refreshing. The phone numbers to call us are 921, 916-921-1530 or 800-834-1530. We have a couple of gift cards from Panera Bread. You can take you and a friend to lunch, $50 gift cards from Panera Bread. And the way they'll be rewarded is uh, back in the studio. When the mood strikes him, Luis will just identify the winners by throwing a sounder on. So if you are talking uh, to us on the air when that sounder goes off, why you will win one of the prizes. Simple as that, and we will send it to you. In the mail, 916-921-1530 and 800-834-1530. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on travel. If you are, if you aren't, why? What is it that's, what is the main thing that's keeping you 
from getting on the plane or getting in the car and going someplace? If you're traveling, what kind of travel are you doing? Are you going into restaurants and dining? Are you still a little bit on the safe side? How are you handling things in, in the travel world, or are you just waiting for COVID to get better before you hit the road? All right, uh, let's get started then. We have uh, Kim from Lincoln, uh, our first uh, caller. Kim, welcome to the Travel Guys. Hi, thank you. So um, my situation is I am actively traveling, um, and I'm very comfortable eating in restaurants. Um, I'm flying places, staying in hotels, been on a cruise, um, and I feel very safe. But I had an experience this past week that I was just a little perplexed by. I was uh, in Chicago for um, almost two weeks uh, visiting some family, staying in a hotel, and it was a Hampton Inn slash Homewood Suites, and they had resumed their breakfast buffet, um, which that was the first time I'd seen a breakfast buffet in a hotel. Most of them have just been doing, like, you know, grab-and-go kind of things. So you've got everybody, you know, pawing through the breads, and I was just feeling a little uncomfortable about that. But what really kind of irritated me was when I checked in, they said, there's housekeeping. And I said, well, what do you mean there's no housekeeping? I'm staying for 12 nights. They're like, we're not coming in your room for 12 nights. And I'm like, so no sh- no clean sheets along the way? And they're like, well, if you want clean sheets, you can change them yourself. Um, so I was, needless to say, not very happy with, uh, with that particular property. Um, and so I did end up, I called halfway through the trip and said, can I get clean sheets? And they said, sure. So I waited for all day and no clean sheets. So finally oh, went boy. down to the front desk. I went down to the front desk and said, I'd like another room. So I packed up all my stuff and moved to a brand new clean room. Ah, which... you figured out you, you figured out the way to get the <laughs> clean sheets was instead of the sheets coming to you, you went to the sheets. Um, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I'm this. Thinking, go ahead. I, I was. What I really think, though, is I don't think this was a COVID thing. I think this was a staffing thing, um, and. You know, I, I don't think they had proper staff um, to be able to yeah. to clean the rooms because most of the hotels I stayed in, they'll tell you, you know, if you want us to come in, you know, every third or fourth day, we'll do that. Um, is what my experience and, has been. And that's, so I was shocked. And that's been the and that's been the issue pretty much around the around the industry. We just had a group. Uh, I came back from a, a mystery tour which went to the Milwaukee region last week. Um, there are lots of German and Polish people there and the food tends to reflect that um we had a good time but we were staying in a classic hilton hotel in downtown milwaukee uh four nights and we were informed when we checked in well there's only housekeeping after the third night so that means you check in and stay night one you stay night two you stay night three and finally on the fourth day which in our case was the day before we checked out you would get room service well in the course of that time um, I had a, a, one, a trainee of my staff staying with me, um, and uh, it's two guys in a room. And after three days, you know, um, we really kind of needed uh, something, anything um, to help out. And because it was getting a little odiferous there. But, uh, again, you left your garbage in the hallway. You left your towels in the hallway. If you, or, and a housekeeper would bring you um, a load of new towels. And I guess 
my thought on this is that, okay, fine, for a while this is okay, but should we not be getting a discount um, on our rooms because housekeeping, is that not a standard part of hotel sir in New York City? Uh, the housekeepers are, are union. They say it costs them $25 to clean a room. So if, let's say in Sacramento, it costs half that. Let's say it costs twelve fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's probably somewhere in the neighborhood um, for someone to to clean the room and their benefits and their pay and what the supplies are and the laundry costs and all of that kind of stuff. So somebody is saving a lot of money by the fact that there are no housekeepers. And whether it's legitimately that they don't have any help, or it's or somebody has identified, hey, you know, the longer we can do this, the more money we can save. I, I just say it's ridiculous to check into. Any kind of a respectable hotel. Every other day I can maybe see, but anything after that, um, and them telling, saying, well, you know, we don't want to come in your room because it's not safe. That's just, just baloney. Get yourself some vaccinated housekeepers. Put some masks on them. Open the windows when you come into the room and, and clean the rooms. Um, that's, that's Yeah, I, I agree. Do. And I think I really believe that there should have been some sort of a, you know, daily discount because it's like basically – you know, I'm now doing, I, I'm paying to stay here, and I'm now doing your uh, employees' work. Um, to clean, Thank you very much. To clean my own, you're asking me to clean my own room. Thank you. Thanks, Kim. Tom, we got, Thanks, who, who else is on the line here waiting for us? Uh, by the I way, think I we heard... just gave Kim one of our gift certificates. I think so, too. Hey, Rick, welcome to the, to the Travel Guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. What's up? Yeah, I, I just came back from Maui uh, on the 21st, and uh, everything's uh, great there. Um, Mary Men's wouldn't take a reservation for two. They're only doing tables of four with a fixed price of $99 per person. How interesting. Yeah, that was a shock because two years ago when we went, we could get in and enjoy a nice meal on the um, coast there. So we went to Dukes and Chemos, and they're uh, asking for your vaccination card and mm-hmm. uh, to go upstairs. And um, the Monkey Bar, which was open air across from Chemos, didn't ask for the vaccination card or proof. So it was it was fine with me. You know, if you want to travel, get vaccinated. That's what I say. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, there's. First of all, you're not going to be able to go a lot of the places, and if when you when you go there, as as you're indicating, um, whether it's randomly or enforced throughout, Rick, in, in in many, you're going to get to a destination and want to go someplace and find out that you can't go, or what if you're one of a party of four and the other three people can get in, and you can't. Uh, because you haven't haven't been vaccinated. Did you feel any, uh, Rick? Did you feel any pushback from any of the local people there? There's been some uh, regurgitating of this islanders versus tourists sort of thing, and and uh, some blowback against tourists. Did you I, feel any of that? I, I took the we took the catamaran cruise, you know, the sunset cruise, uh-huh. and we talked to the. It was uh, one captain guy and two girls, ladies. And uh, we talked to them, and they said that the, most of the people, like, quit their jobs so they could get the benefits, and they don't want to work. And those are the ones that are irritating or irating the, the feedback that, oh, we don't want visitors to come here. 
Interesting. You know, and it was like, get a job. There was, you know, construction. They're, they're making million-dollar homes in Walea, and they were $30 an hour starting, no skills. They'd train you, and they can't find enough people to make the homes for $12 wow. million on up. So, Rick, in, in overall, with, with visitor services on the island, did you? it sounds like you really didn't notice any significant difference from other pre-COVID no, we visits. we stayed in Lahaina, and um, you know, we stayed at the Kapalua Villas and at the very far end, and no problem there. But in Lahaina, everybody was masked up. Some people weren't, but no, no problem going in and out of the store. Some of them... The T-shirt ones wanted you to sanitize your hands because they didn't want you to touch all their shirts, you know, which mm-hmm. was fine. Yeah. But no problem in Lahaina. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank the, you. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines, uh, you have to do the COVID test, and they right. give you a QR code when you uh, leave Sacramento on Hawaiian. They give you a armband to make sure so they know that you're COVID tested. And you had to wear the mask. I recommend people wearing a mask that has more of a point in it so you can breathe throughout the five-hour flight to there. That's a great mm-hmm. observation, Rick. I, I strongly yeah. agree with you. If you get one of the N95 masks, uh, that something that has the point on it, it allows for it, it makes breathing. I'm glad you brought that up because I flew back four hours from Chicago the other day. And I've been having trouble with masks on airplanes, and I used one of those, and it worked much, much better. Much, much better. Excellent. Excellent suggestion. Thank you, Rick. Uh, let's, Tom, let's go on to, a, to our next caller. Okay, uh, let's get to it then. Connie from Sacramento, welcome to the Travel Guys. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you, Connie. Have you, have you been out on the road recently? I have. I just returned from two weeks on a um, walking bus tour. From I flew southwest into Chicago, and two weeks later, I flew southwest out of Columbus, Ohio. And in between, I went to, it's a long list, Springville, Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri. Went to the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. And let's see, where did I end up? <laughs> oh, I went to, the, uh, went to Frankfurt, Kentucky, to Indianapolis, and ended up, in Columbus. Okay, so Grand, wow. Grand Ole Opry, you were obviously inside with a bunch of people. Um, yeah. Tennessee is a, is, has been a, a, you know, they've been sharing the, the virus more there than other places, especially among the unvaccinated. Did that make you uncomfortable at all, or did, was there any um, point at which, you, at which you questioned that decision, or, or were things under control enough that you felt comfortable? Um. To a point, I questioned the decision. However, we were on a group tour, so we were pretty much with the people I was traveling with, a group that I um, travel with often, trust, and we're seniors, so all vaccinated. What made me nervous, and no one told me that Nashville, Tennessee, the main road, is like Mardi Gras. So we walked down that once and at oh, night. Boy. And- was the end of that. Yeah, that's when I questioned my decision. There are but, as as things open back up and there are more liberties taken, there are going to be a lot of situations where people are traveling where that where you're going to have the opportunity to make a decision of, you know, yeah. do I want to be it's exactly what you're talking about. Do I want to be in that place or do I not? And some of it may have to do with geographically where you are and 
what kind of crowd you're with and all of those sorts of things. Any? Did you stay in hotels while you were on the road? Obviously, I'm guessing, city to city. Yes, mostly um, Hampton Inn and Drury Inn. And Drury has those um, evening refreshments, mm-hmm. like a dinner refreshment. Kickbacks, they call them, yes. So, yes, during that, I did wear... We all wore our masks, of course, together, but especially, uh, well, especially in public places. And I did have, you had mentioned with the other color, KN, I had KN95s, the Korean version, and I did wear those, especially, I did go down, we, we all went down for the evening um, refreshments, um, and it was a little, <laughs> if there were a lot of people um, other than our group, yeah. It, but when you look at the overall, it was just like no, no COVID. I mean, people are going down the buffet line and doing their thing. I didn't, you know, I used sanitizer. We did, but not everyone does. Most people wore masks, so that was a little unsettling so it, it sounds like it, it, it it's it's not a for you it's not a perfect world yet but it's enough to that you felt comfortable enough traveling would you tra- and, and that you would travel again yes i'm going in two weeks to Asheville for a week so. <laughs> again with us this is much smaller group 15 a group of 15 uh-huh. and we're gonna pretty much be hiking and walking and doing our own thing so it'll be a little different We'll be staying in one hotel um, and then eating out. So I have were, to see. You were in a lot of flyover states there, which is where, you know, people are not quite as. as uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Is there any words of wisdom that you would share? Was there anything you picked up along the way or anything that you thought, wow, you know, when I get home, I'm going to tell the folks at home, if you come to this part of the country, here's what you need to do. Anything that, you, that struck you that you'd, you'd like to share? Um, caution and and be careful. We live in California, and we are pretty. Um, it's pretty much ingrained to us for the most part to put that mask on, to sanitize and wash our hands. And you know, I just continued that. It's. Um, I mean, I have walked into Whole Foods or Raley's without my mask and went, "Oh my gosh!" But for the most part, especially. People not from my area, you know. Um, yeah, I just say keep practicing doing what we're doing. Cool. cool. Very good. Thank All you. right. Thanks for your call. Howdy. Tom, I think, we owe, I think we owe Luis a break here somewhere. Yeah, let's let's take a break. Uh, we got a couple more callers on the line. You want to take those after the break? Let's do that if we can. We got time. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, we are the Travel Guys, and we'll continue right after this. Hey there, it's uh, Mark and Tom, the Travel and Entertainment Guys, back on the air talking to our listeners about their current travel activities, where they're going, what they're doing. Seems like people are getting out uh, and about, Mark. Shall we get back to the phones? Yeah, let's see if we can get another call or two here. All right, Matt, welcome. You're on uh, Travel Guys. Hey, good afternoon. Thank you. You too. Thank you. I was calling because you guys, and I wasn't even going to mention the hotel name, but you guys are, I've been mentioning hotel names, and, well, 
I've got one that's near and dear to me because my wife and I both travel. We've been to concerts. We go out. We've both been vaccinated. We love to cruise. We've already had a couple of cruises canceled. But in the last three years, and we have another one planned for, we had another one planned for this this next month, but it was since canceled, but we have another one scheduled for February. But we always drive from Sacramento here, and we drive to Los Angeles. It's just something we do. We've got some friends down there. We'll meet for dinner, and we stay at the Doubletree by Hilton. And I don't know if you're familiar with the hotel. It's in San Pedro, and it's a really nice hotel. It's nothing fancy. It's 200 bucks a night plus tax, whatever. Um, and we, and you, you just leave your car there, and that's the way it's always been. We, as soon as you check in, you, you get your name on a list, and you get shuttled over the next morning. It's so convenient. I love this place. I've talked to the manager before, given them high accolades, five-star reviews. Great, great place. So we had this cruise plan. Got about a minute to go here. So we got about a minute to go, so okay, if you can quick. pick up your story. Real, real quick. So I called to make reservations, or I went online to make reservations, and the price went from 200 a night to 700 a night. It went wow. up three and a half. Yeah, and you, I called the manager, and I, and I said, this, this, this can't be right. And she said, no, you don't understand. We have to make money. That was wow. their attitude. That's kind no, of a, that's so, too bad. That's, yeah. that's kind of a strange answer. I would think normally during something like that, you you had run into a special event, so, uh, you know. I know that hotel rooms within ten miles of downtown Sacramento this weekend were practically non-existent, um, and were considerably elevated in price. I only know this because I was trying to find somebody a hotel room last night. So sometimes when there are special events and the like, and hotel rooms are hard to come by in an area, you will see. Um, hotels take advantage of that by supply and demand pricing, but that is kind of surprising that a a manager would come right out and tell you that, well, you know, hey, we have to make money. That's a little disappointing, I would say. All righty, Matt. Thanks for the call, and uh, I'd like to thank all of our uh, callers today for for chiming in with some good information. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the program, oh, and since Matt was pretty happy with his location, I, I just wanted to point out I've been staying at the home to uh, a suites uh, by Hilton, and they do uh, what they call light touch, light touch cleaning every uh, every day, which includes uh, changing your towels and and doing your trash. I think uh, the hotels that are not cleaning your rooms every day, they don't have enough housekeepers, and or they've decided that they can get away with this for a while. It's saving them a lot of money. I suggest you call the hotel on it every single time that you tell them that your expectation is that soon they will be back to daily housekeeping because that you're very disappointed in it if you don't if it's not back to daily housekeeping you won't stay there next time listen uh, before we go I want to just do a quick shout out here Tom to Richard Lewis uh, from Broadway Sacramento and the Music Circus we had some folks uh, who attended uh, Hamilton in groups the last few weeks they took really good care of us and uh, made our people really happy and I'm glad he has a new theater and we intend to get him on the program here sometime very soon all right, my friends, stay well now. We'll see you next week. Mike, Mark, rather, Mark, final word. Dance like nobody's watching and root for the Giants. We'll see you next Sunday. All righty. Bye now. He never has the time to turn around.